It's Frank and Chipper, here we go. It's time for some real talk, let's start the show. We're bringing all things cannabis to you. Political, pregnancy, and race issues. Take control of your health and of your life. With Frank and Chipper, let's do it right. Welcome back to another episode of Frank and Chipper. I'm Kristen, your host. Today's episode, we're wrapping up season one. I can't even believe I'm saying that. I'm not sure when you're supposed to wrap up seasons or how many episodes are supposed to be in a season, but I came to a natural break. Matt and I went on vacation to Puerto Vallarta last week, and it was so wonderful. And I need to get some more interviews under my belt and wanna hear back from you guys what you want on season two. So I'm going to be putting up on my Facebook page a survey monkey for you to fill out and give me your feedback. I also want to take a minute to thank all of the listeners that have been listening through season one and all of my guests who have come on for the support that I have received from friends and family and social media. Thank you so much for your rates and your reviews and subscribing because all those things help build our community bigger. I do want to take just a second to give a special thanks to my sister, Kimberly, who has basically been my producer. She listens to all the podcasts before they go out. She was there from the very beginning, listening to me talk about this idea, and she has really helped me shape the podcast and form it. Without her encouragement and her support, this would not be happening. And so I want to just take a special moment to give her a shout out and just say thank you so much. It means a lot and I've loved working with you. So let's head on over and listen to the last episode of season one. I'm here with Matt again and we are ending season one and we thought we would end season one the way we started it, which is Matt interviewing me. Because, <laughs> you know, it's all about me. Which is odd, since it's your podcast. Right. Yeah, it is odd. But I also want people to know a little bit more about me. If they don't follow me on social media, they don't get that. Um, yeah. Da- kind of daily interaction with mm-hmm. me. I think it's important so that people can better understand where my perspective may be coming from. Because we talk so much in the podcast to other people about their stories that I can relate to them and share a little bit, but really I want it to be about them and about them sharing their story. I don't want it to be about me. Plus it gives me an opportunity to put on my radio voice. (laughs) Yep, it does. (laughs) Is that how you talked when you did the radio in Tulsa? No. What? It's just a stupid existence. A dog? Yeah. Well, He's happy. So much chewing. <laughs> so much chewing. You know He's what I mean? He's so cute, though. He makes, but his existence is bringing us joy. I don't know. You know. Mm, do I know? I mean, there's a, there's a balance to it, for sure. Yeah, like what? I don't know. He's, he's not that different from an oversized rat. <laughs> when we have to feed him, or else he hollers. I know. Did you just say lest he hollers? 
No. <laughs> I totally, or else he hollers. I totally thought you went into some like... Lest he hollers. <laughs> right. I like him. And I know you do too. Alright. Uh, right. Freaking adorable. So how do we start this thing? I guess you already started it. Yeah. And then you started watching Bert. Yeah. Because you're so physically and mentally exhausted. Probably. <laughs> Somebody made me go work out today. Can you believe that? Oh, that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. I... Oh, I already told you this. About me probably looking like the biggest idiot. <laughs> Rowing with my eyes closed. Yeah. That's weird. Yep. I don't care. I'm like, I was actually thinking about it. I... And I was, like, mouthing the words to my songs. And I was just, like, rowing away. I probably looked like a lunatic. Because... Oh, I but just headache. thinking about rowing with my eyes closed <laughs> makes me seasick. Just thinking about Oh, it. but you know me. I like to rock. Oh. I like rocking. Oh. And I was like all into my worship music. and. You put yourself in a trance. Yes. And I was thinking, I probably look like the biggest idiot right now. But I don't care. I don't care if people think... I'm an idiot or wonder like what is that lady doing and it feels so freeing it feels so freeing freeing from what just other people's judgment in those small moments where I could care but I don't anymore mm. I was doing something for me in that moment <laughs> yep that was objectively batshit crazy <laughs> right <laughs> But I didn't care. <laughs> Stop. See? That. Judgment. <gasps> yes. Yes. And still, I didn't care. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I had an amazing 45-minute workout. Yeah. That's good. It's good for you. <laughs> You're like, I'm never going to the gym with you again. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't embarrassed by you or anything. It's just weird. I just don't have that. Okay, I just so don't have if, that. so next time we go to the gym, I don't know when it's gonna be, but you have to video record me, and then okay. we'll show it on my Facebook page and yeah. Instagram. I don't. I don't even understand. You can see what I look like at the gym. I don't even understand. You know, consuming cannabis and exercising. That just even the thought of that oh just makes gosh. me ill. Mm mm. See. <clears throat> That this is something that I've learned in my cannabis journey is that if I find sativa gives me energy and focus and it also helps regulate my depression and anxiety and mood swings. Almost immediately after I started medicating with marijuana, like it was September, in October I started my whole like walking journey and I was inconsistently walking but I was consistently inconsistent, which was kind of a big thing for me. I kept at it, even though I would skip weeks and then I would go for four times or two times a week. I never went four times a week. <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> or I'd go two days in a row or whatever. I still kept at it. It's because I really kind of created this morning routine and I don't do routines. I break away from routines and it, 
it was starting to actually feel like I was getting into this morning routine and it felt really good. And so my friend Caitlin from episode, I can't remember, it's about mental health. She recommended rowing. So I've been wanting to try it and I loved it today. Loved it. Cool. So you are, you're just entering into your fifth month of medicating with cannabis. Yeah. Can you give us a summary of just where you are, what you think about it, how things have changed for you? Yeah. There's a lot of aspects to that question, or a lot of facets, or a lot of pieces to it, I guess you could say. Let's see. You can't chew gum and be I on know. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let I'm it. I'm going to kick you off me, your own podcast. Let me just get it. Let me just let it get the patent mouth. Hang on a second. I think you and I have talked a lot about if we see changes, what changes we see, how it's changing us, how it's changing me. So I kind of want to talk to you about that too. I want to ask you some questions in regards to how you think I'm doing. But as for me, this is the first time in over 20 years, over 20 years that I haven't had seasonal depression. That's huge. That's huge for me. I actually enjoyed the holiday season. I think overall, it's hard to say, um, I started the podcast. We went to San Diego, got back, and really got onto it with the podcast and launched in December. So for me, I was doing something that really I'm passionate about and I love. So that was also very exciting and filled with a lot of adrenaline and happy feelings and happy emotions and things like that. For me, having gone through so many medications with mental health and considering this as one, just as equally as the others, I am still a little bit skeptical that it wasn't just maybe I hit the jackpot or that it was the right season of life and the right season to start medicating, you know? Like they combined, they collided or something, you know? How do you feel, how do you see that it's changed? It's been five months. How do you see, what are you seeing changes? Yeah, I think that you're much lighter, you know, just mood wise. And I'll agree with you um, about, you know, the holidays and things like that. I think that it's, uh, you seem to struggle with depression less overall, I guess I should say. It's just tough when you go to anything new, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's a, it's a tentative thumbs up. Yeah. And I just think, like anything. I think that's kind of where I was going with, was it the right season and the right time? And they both collided and mm-hmm. asking again in five months. Right. Yeah. I will. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've done how many episodes? 12? Or would this be the 12th? I think this will be the 12th episode. 13th. 13th. You've done a bunch of episodes. Mm-hmm. What would you say surprised you most this season? What surprised me most was the open response that I got from people about being on the podcast. I didn't think anybody would want to be on it. <laughs> like, yeah. who are you? What? What are you starting? What are you all about? I think Tori did an amazing job of giving me something to give to people to say, this is what I'm about and it's digestible and it doesn't 
tell my whole story, but it tells it enough that it touches people to say, oh, I get it. I get what she's trying to do. Uh, that's in reference to Tori, Tori with Hoffman Wild with, yeah. with Wild Spark. Her creative, yeah. She wrote you some copy yeah. that sort of explained your purpose a little bit. Yeah. A lot. A lot of it. A lot of it. A lot of it. She got you. She did. Oh my gosh, that scene in Step Brothers when they're like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> I felt like we had that moment downstairs when we were recording. That's awesome. What's the response been like then? Uh, that's a good question. I don't really know. I, I mean... I mean, if you had to generalize. <clears throat> I've gotten a couple of reviews on Apple Podcasts that were all very positive and said things that I want to hear. Like, you're, I love the different perspective. And I have a lot of people, I don't know, I really haven't... Y'all need to give me more feedback. <laughs> really. I really want feedback. And I think one of the things I'm going to do is make a survey monkey and just say, what topics do you want to hear? What could we improve on? Just ask the listeners some questions. I guess one of the things that, and, and why I say, I don't really know what the feedback has been is because I'm doing something that I am absolutely loving. Well, I guess I'm getting feedback from people or else I wouldn't be doing it. I wouldn't be continuing. I wouldn't be making a season two, I guess. If I didn't feel like people were listening. But for me, it's because I'm behind the scenes. I see that people are listening. I have a counter. I have a number of what my audience is. And yeah, you're getting the data. Yeah. So I see that people are listening. And I know people are looking at frankenshipper.com. <laughs> <laughs> Matt gets those notifications. It's like, someone's on from Ireland. I'm like, what? <laughs> What is it about it that you love? I love getting to hear other people's stories and learning from them and being able to hear life from their perspective and really try to understand, look at it through their lens and learn something. I think you can learn something from everybody. What was the thing that you enjoyed learning the most? Definitely about race. Mm. Definitely. Tell me more. Race it has always been something that I have felt like shame surrounding and just felt very uneducated, embarrassed about. And being able to talk with somebody like Jonathan, who he does not owe me any explanation. He does not owe me any time to talk about racial issues. It is a white problem. Mm -hmm. For him to take the time to answer my questions as a white person and an uneducated white person, somebody, and when I say uneducated, I don't mean, I mean. <laughs> you mean you a plain white bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. Exactly. You just mean that you're not, you're, you're not fully, you haven't been fully involved in the understanding of racial tension and racial issues in America. Yeah. 
But I'm always so drawn to it. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I think it's because you're a connector. Mm. I think it's because you're a person who likes to connect with all kinds of people mm-hmm. and is drawn to the curious dark corners of life. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I want to know why you do what you do. Yeah. Not to judge you, but to understand you. Yeah. And I'm so fascinated. Like, <laughs> we were in Mexico just last week. Oh, <laughs> that makes me want to cry. Oh, it was so wonderful. It was so wonderful. And we stopped in this little town after our APV excursion called Sayulita, right? Sayulita. What did I say? You said it correctly. Okay. <laughs> so we t- stopped in this little town. Walking down the street, this lady is like obviously living out of her car. There's a dog bowl sitting there. She doesn't have shoes on. Sort of climbing out of the back of the of car. The van. She yeah. looks unkempt. Yeah. Yeah, she was living in her car. We had just gotten done talking about how we were going to move to Mexico with the kids two years prior. And I said, but not like that, like living in a van. Well, she ended up being at the breakfast place that we stopped at to have breakfast. She was reading a book. She was obviously not of Hispanic or... Yes, of of European descent. Yeah, Yeah, definitely European descent. Pretty sure she spoke English. Yeah. Just reading her book. Barefoot. Barefoot. Yep. Yep. I wanted to know her story so bad. I'm like, I I seriously (laughs) was like, I want to interview you for my podcast. I I wanted to say that to her. Like, what is your story? I want to know so bad. But part of me hearing myself say that thinks not everybody wants to tell their story. Yeah. Not everybody wants to know other people's story either. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you have to... That's why you have to accept volunteers. Yeah. Or that's why you have to invite people to volunteer, right? Because it's it's a place of vulnerability that yeah. you've created, you know, that not everybody's prepared for in every portion, of, part of their life. Right. For sure. And I wasn't. And I'm still not in parts of my life. <laughs> I don't know that we ever fully arrive to certain parts but I think we should be evolving trying to what do you wish would just hurry up and work other than me (laughs) directly related to the podcast I wish we could get my podcast room working you you want a studio yeah what I really wish would hurry up and work is me I wish that I knew how to do it all I wish I knew what I was doing. I wish I knew how many listeners I should have by now. I wish I knew better ways to edit. I wish I knew how to make my voice go over the soundtrack a little bit. You know, these are all things that I'm having to learn. I wish if I could hurry up and make something happen, it would be me. <laughs> It'd be my knowledge. Right. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, it's impossible to gain the knowledge that you need without failing 
and then and then learning from your failures. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that the one thing that excites me so much about your podcast is just your your sort of raw talent for interviewing. You're better at it than you give yourself credit for or that you even acknowledge. And the technical stuff will will come. You know, just you know, part of it comes with better equipment, nicer microphones, you know, uh, nicer studio, better editing, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it, it takes years to become an overnight success. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So what was the worst part about having a podcast? Editing. <laughs> Why do you say that? It's very time-consuming and... It's it's excruciatingly detailed work. It is. And my hope is to get the transcripts up because I'm using a specific editing software that transcribes. So that people can read it. Exactly. Yeah. But it does not catch everything. In some words, it's like voice text, basically. Yeah. The software isn't perfect. Right. I started to do that with the very first one, and it took me days. And I just didn't have the time to do that. So my hope is that I can do that sometime. Yeah. Well, what you really mean is that you make enough money to pay someone to do that. Exactly. (laughs) What were some of your favorite moments Mm. from the season, from season one? Some of my favorite moments happened inside and outside of the podcast. And outside of the podcast was seeing my family cheer me on. When I got excited about a new episode or booking a new interview, everyone cheered for me and was really excited. And having Dalton and Avery support and doing the blended family one, that was was a really big like full circle moment in my life mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. So I think it's fun with each different interviewee. Is that what they would be called? Interviewee. With Monique, I laughed a lot. With Sarah, I learned so much. Jonathan, it was really fun. He was my first interview that wasn't somebody I already knew in real life. So it was kind of a scary moment, but it was just awesome. I think just learning something from each and every one of them, that is exciting to me as a person. That's it's who I am as being a curious person, I guess. In what ways do you think the podcast has changed you then? Yeah, I think that's a little bit yet to be seen in season two. Some of the topics that we're talking about, that we're going to be talking about. Can you give us a preview? Yeah, we're going to be talking about vaccinations, and I'm going to be sharing like where I stand now versus where I stood when our kids were little. Who else? I'm going to, oh, Jonathan and I had talked about continuing our conversation, and so hopefully we'll be having him um, as a guest again. So what kinds of ideas are you exploring or considering for the future? I've got... There's a lot going on in the old hopper, <laughs> as Mallory would say, four-year-old <laughs> right. Mallory. 
thinking about doing marriage and cannabis because it has helped our marriage. It's helped us, I think, with communication. Helped you and deal with me. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, helped with communication, sex life, everything. I think it's been... What life? Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what life? Yeah. <laughs> and Go on. You were talking about sex. <laughs> We're going to have a lot more sex, I think is what you were saying. Yeah. So anyway. Talk it up. (laughs) Soak it up. Matt's like, I'm all for that. Okay. So doing maybe a couple marriage episodes, maybe mini episodes between release every Thursday. And maybe doing a couple team talks with my teens. Mallory always has something to say. I learn a lot from her. I really appreciate what her her views on things sometimes. And when you can catch her in a talkative moment. I mean, she's always talkative. But in a talkative moment where she's not either hyped up or mm-hmm. raging mad. Yeah. She raises. What else have I talked about? Oh. I'm going to add some things that I do daily to frankenchipper.com. And you already said you're going to ask for some more feedback yeah. to, to, to yeah. explore maybe some other paths mm-hmm. that your listeners might want to want yeah. you to go. And if you guys want to be on the podcast, if you have a story that you feel compelled to tell or you're really passionate about, email Get on frankenchipper.com. Say, I want to be on the podcast. I'll give you a form to fill out. Simple. Don't I have to be famous? Huh? Don't I have to be famous to be on the podcast? No. Famous what? People. Everybody. What do you think were the most difficult lessons for you to learn in starting this podcast? As always, patience. (laughs) Why? You say, as always. It's because I struggle with patience and I just want it to happen right now and I want to know everything right now. I want to know how to do it all right now. and So I think patience and also patience with myself in the learning process and the learning curve. Why did you decide to end season one now and how long will we have to wait until season two begins? I decided to end it because I was in a natural break having interviews lined up. We went to Mexico for 10 days. Christmas happened, New Year's, all that good stuff. It just seemed like a natural break, and so I went with it. Like I said, I don't know how long seasons are supposed to last, but we're heading on to season two. Boom. And when will season two start up again, approximately? Oh, I would say mid-March. Cool. Six weeks. Can you remember... Well, actually, let me ask this question. What fuels you? Weed. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) so... I wish people could see your face when I said that. I mean, psychologically... What makes you want to continue to go on? Not living, but (laughs) 
to go on with the podcast, to continue doing it? Is it a favorite piece of feedback? Are you uh, inspired? Is it just something you're just loving? What what? I'm just loving it. I feel like I'm living my best life. That was a violent response. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Is there anyone you want to thank at the end of season one? I want to thank my producer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I want to thank all of my guests for graciously being a part of my very first season and putting up with the hiccups and things like that and being so understanding. Not that I was, I'm like being so understanding. I wasn't in a complete hot mess, but. Yeah, you know, they aren't walking into a studio. Right. I tried to make the process, as I learned, go smoother for people. Learned that that people like to have questions kind of beforehand. Some people don't. Some people could care less. Just understanding, being open, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. <laughs> You're ruining perfectly good answers. Am I? Yes. Okay, I'm not You're sure You're stomping myself. all over the end of them by just going, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that because, sucked. And you're just like, okay. That was actually a totally fine answer. <laughs> well, I'm marking that question off. <laughs> that concludes our time together. Thank you for allowing me to join you this evening. I would also like to thank you guys, my family, for being supportive of me. What support? <laughs> oh my gosh. It was a learning process for us as a family, too, yeah. because I started basically working yeah. full time. Making sure that the girls had somebody to pick them up if I was interviewing and stuff like that. So, yeah. It was a... But it was a good season, I think. As a family and mm -hmm. of growth. I'm not saying, like, the good... <laughs> if you sorry. squash the end of this answer, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> I'm not saying it was a good season of the... Podcast. I'd say it, it was, was a good, a good se season. You don't need to say that. No, I'm just saying. No, wh what I was talking. To <laughs> what I was talking about was it was a good season for our family. Yeah, everybody got that. Okay. You did not need to say that. Okay. Well, I can don't edit say it out. It. You can't. <laughs> this is I live. Can take right it now. out. It's live <laughs> this from is New York. It's Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a good season. Oh, another thing you asked me like. Well, what do I see in the future? Another thing I see for the future is doing speaking engagements at cannabis industry things or for moms groups or whatever. I would love to do mops groups. Like, come on, mama, get, get stoned and praise Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to your mops group. Anna mops. Anna mops. <laughs> the craft we do and learning how to roll joints. <laughs>
<sighs> How to blow your own glass bong. <laughs> that did not sound good. It did not sound good at all. <laughs> glass blower. You shouldn't try to make it better. Is there anything you want to say to end? Or do you want to end it on glass blowers? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank you for interviewing me twice. You're welcome. I appreciate it. We'll see you in season two. Adios, amigos. Bye. Well, that's a wrap to season one. Again, thank you so much for joining me throughout season one. I appreciate it. Be on the lookout for that survey on Facebook and also the video of me rowing. <laughs> Until next season, be enlightened, live your best life, and always stay drinking chipper.